Welcome to Real Talk with RJ and Matt. Join us each week as we break down merch by Amazon and print on demand with some of the top sellers on the platform. Learn from some of the best as we test theories and examine strategies to give you the tools and knowledge to find success in this industry. This podcast is sponsored by Merch Informer. Take your merch game to the next level by finding untapped niches and high sales volume keywords. Save hundreds of research hours by heading over to MerchInformer.com and grab a free three-day trial today. Links in the description below. If you guys want to start one by one by introducing yourselves and how you guys got into Merch by Amazon or and stuff like that, if there's any other platforms that you're involved in like Etsy, Redbubble, or anything like that, just, just go ahead and start it. Who's first? Right. I'll go <laughs> first. <laughs> Merch Boss. Yeah, we all have little uh, nicknames. So mine is Merch Boss. My name is Helen Kinson. Um, part of Merch Money. I have my Merch Money shirt on today. We have a, a design contest every week. So um, I think Sunny, yeah, Sunny Purden was the one who uh, designed this one, I'm pretty sure. So anyway, I am on Merch by Amazon 4K tier. Been on it since technically since 2015, but didn't start uploading shirts till the end of 2016. And uh, that's it. That's all I'm on right now. You want me to go next? Thanks. Sure. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Brianna Muller-Green, um, co-owned uh, VA Rentals, and which uh, was like the OG company in the Merch by Amazon space. We originated um, just to help make Merch by Amazon designs. And um, I co-own D4D now, which is designfordollars.com. I am on pretty much every pod known to man because I'm crazy and I don't know when to stop. <laughs> I love it. Um, that's about it. I, I actually come from mostly the Amazon FBA eBay space. And this was a natural extension of my business uh, when Chris Green um, started up his big merch group back in the day uh, in late 2015 I jumped on in there um just as another extension of my business so and here I am I love it <laughs> all right I'll go all right so I'm Amy Springer I've been on merch since June of last year so I just celebrated a year on the platform I also load stuff on Redbubble when I'm not like too busy with merch. I'm only on a uh, tier 4,000, but I'm eligible for 6,000. I just need to get shirts designed. Um, I also help Amy Herberger with the Girl Boss Group, and I've been um, doing videos, weekly videos with Amanda Balcazar on there, and that's pretty much who I am. So, <laughs> hi. <laughs> you go, Michelle. Um, I'm Michelle Wentworth. I'm Merch Mama of the group. And um, I've been doing Merch by Amazon since last August. Um, but it's part of my FBA business. My husband and I, we do RA, OA, TA, and private label. And like Brianna, it's kind of the extension of our business getting involved in Merch by Amazon. It's predominantly my only print-on-demand site I'm using. I do have a couple of things on Teespring, but Right now, I'm just focusing on Merch by Amazon, and um, I got into Merch by Amazon because of Chris Green, which is like 99% of us. Uh, I heard him speak somewhere, and he was talking about it, and it was like, yeah, I'm going to sign up for this thing. If Chris says to do it, you do it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. 
I'm Amy Nicholas, uh, known as Marketing Mayhem Girl, and I have uh, the daily print-on-demand Power Punch Facebook Live videos Monday through Friday, if anybody knows me from that. I uh, give out uh, just print-on-demand tips, tricks, strategies, mindset, and we just celebrated 50 episodes yesterday. Ooh. <laughs> I got started in print-on-demand back in 2016 when I opened a Shopify store and just went the print-on-demand route first instead of the dropship route, like most people. And it is a whole other ball game to do print-on-demand with Shopify and Facebook ads than it is merch. <laughs> Count your lucky stars that it's so easy to get sales uh, on merch. And I was really happy when I got my application through, which I think... For me, I actually heard it from um, Dave Espino and Daniel Caudill did mm -hmm. like a webinar back in the day. Yeah. yeah. And so I applied and it took like four months to get in. Uh, so I started August 2016 and I'm at the 4K tier as well. Um, I also do Etsy. Uh, still got my Shopify going. I don't really run ads anymore, but I do the Seller Central Shopify integration. So I've got a couple thousand products up uh, via that. I do Teespring, uh, TeePublic, and I got a handful of things up on Redbubble. I need to be more on that though. Nice. Okay. Nice. Um, Matt, so um, sorry. So let's right here, actually on the bottom, everyone, we do have a weekly newsletter that we just released about like 20 minutes ago, right before the short start. So if you guys, it's free, it's a weekly newsletter down below. Um, just click subscribe, put your email in, and uh, actually, we're going to start this. Uh, well, today and the uh, first, yeah, the first first edition of it's going to go out tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, we've been working out the kinks on it the last couple of days. Yeah, so it's uh, it's free. Well, we're not charging nothing. Um, that's the best thing about it because you you know how everything started from the very beginning, all about the free content and just giving having every like making everybody successful with this business. And now we're all together as one and having fun. But I don't know about these girls right here. They're trying to do a little. <laughs> <laughs> women, women. I'm sorry. I don't know. Trying to <laughs> tool against four. We're right already making RJ nervous. Sean <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton said the link is broken. I don't know if he was talking about the newsletter. Yeah, is I don't it? know. That's what he said. I don't know. Oh, that's oh Josh Green said that too. Okay, I, I need to fix that, guys. Sorry. Um, Take a look at it later. It and then Jacob. Topping said, loads of fun. This is going to break some records today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, right, I'll take a look at it once we get once we get done with this. RJ, RJ oh, yeah. fucked everything up because he was supposed to wait till the end of all this to announce that. But uh, what? He <laughs> yeah, he gets a little excited. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Is that heat in the garage? I, I, th I think. I think you guys got got to him. I think he's a little flustered right now. He's very flustered. You <laughs> can he tell. said it was because of the garage, but really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. RJ, oh, it's all the estrogen flowing from the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys start up the merch money thing? Like what was what was the genesis? Where did it come from? Well, that's Helen. That's the merch boss. Should I tell the story? <laughs> yeah, tell the story. Tell the story, Helen. I um, I watched you guys and I watched a lot of uh, channels and I loved you guys, loved everybody. And But then as time went by, I was like, why are there not very many women like with shows? What is going on? And I just kept waiting for someone to start it. And then I was like, well, maybe I should just start it. 
So I was thinking I would do one like kind of like yours, where it's just one or two people. And I just felt like I needed to contact a lot of people to find one or two people because I wasn't very active in the Facebook groups and I didn't think people would know who I was. So I contacted seven people out of the 30 right away and all seven said yes. <laughs> so, so here we are. Yeah, so here we are. So two people, two people ended up not being able to do it. So we're down to five, but it's it's been a lot of fun. We we started in April, and our Facebook group has gone uh, almost to twenty five hundred right now, nice. and uh, the YouTube channel is up to uh, almost a thousand. Mm -hmm. So it's been a fun two and a half, three months. Okay. Um, also, too, if you guys want, uh, send me the links to like the YouTube channel, so I can uh, I can put you guys down below. Okay, sure, absolutely. Copy boost Thank YouTube you. channel too. Thanks. We're uh, really close, aren't we, Helen? To like a thousand. Yeah, we only need like forty more people or something, so nice. we're close. It, it keeps be. not going to me. I wonder if I somehow. Oh well. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's say uh, let's uh, talk about a topic like uh, let's. Just what are you guys doing? Are you guys doing more of like a uh, like a general? Are you guys are more like niche based when you guys are designing for merch by amazon or are you more like general like wide, like you're designing for everything i do both actually yeah yeah i'm both here too yeah okay. i kind of have like certain niches that i'm real comfortable in that or that our family is passionate about that i'm designing for but like i'm like a person that like if i'm researching for that and i see a 20 dollar bill over there i'm like oh well it's out of my niche but i mean i'm not gonna leave it so <laughs> I'm, with Brianna. I'm the same. I'm the yeah. same. Yeah. I have a, I have niches that I'm very comfortable with and do well in, but sometimes I I'll see something and go, Ooh, yeah, I'm going to explore that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More than ever, I'm getting into general, like, because I just, I want to throw the rule books out the window and just change everything up that I'm doing so that maybe I can find like a better strategy, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, just more about this up. Well, like if you see it, if it's making sales, like you want your piece of the pie basically, correct? And I like to experiment a little bit too. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. once you get up in the higher levels of merch or if you're out in the other marketplaces, I like to like look at that account and crunch the numbers and take a look at like, you know, what else, what else could I be doing to uh, get more sales? And kind of reading the data from other sites like Etsy, you know, if I see something mm -hmm. taking off over there, I'm like, oh shoot. Yeah. Maybe there's a niche on Amazon for that, or or I need to go deep or something. Yeah, okay. Right, for sure. Now, what, when you guys are like designing right now, right? Because obviously we're going into summer. There is not a ton of stuff coming up for the next couple of months. Um, what are you guys designing about right now? Like, do you, are you guys focusing on just getting up as many designs as possible, getting ready for Q4? Um, you know, what are you guys looking at right now? I know for me right now, personally. Um, I've been doing back to school, Halloween. I've even been doing Christmas, especially now with the fall off being 180 days. Yeah. Anything now that you put up is going to get you right through Q4. So, um, yeah. So that's mm -hmm. what I'm kind of focusing on now for me personally anyway. Right now for me, I'm focusing on a lot of processes and training for some stuff that's going to be going on in the background. And, um, and then I think I'm going, well, I have been going more evergreen route this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know, just cause I'm so, so focused on my niche and maybe I'll, maybe I'll pull in some like seasonal holiday stuff with that. But 
right now I'm like building because I'm all about, you know, the outsourcing and automation and stuff. And, and I want, I need this to kind of like run in the background while I'm doing like what Michelle does. And I got to focus on my Amazon FBA stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So I got I to have that cooking in the background while I do other stuff. I've been focusing on pop sockets. That's what I've been, <laughs> everything <laughs> on pop sockets. How many sales do you have on pop sockets so far? I have about somewhere around 20. 20? Okay. I only have one. Oh. <laughs> really? Hey, that's one more than me, RJ. I got zero. <laughs> nine, nine of mine are all from one pop socket. RJ, yeah. how'd you pick the one? Um, I, I was, I, no, honestly, I, what was like a moon? I think it was like a galaxy or something. And I oh. uploaded like 200 of them of a did like galaxy backgrounds. And cool. then one major cell. And nice. that's it. But I just been focusing more on shirts, though, for sure. Right. So, so here's kind of an interesting segue based on some of the things you guys are talking about. Um, how many of you guys are doing your own designs versus how many of you guys have designers that work for you? I do my own designs. Same here. Yeah. I do everything myself. Me okay. too. I do. I, oh, sorry, go. I'm a combination. Mostly it's being done for me, but then I'm control freakish and I'm, I got to go in there a little bit. <laughs> I think I have maybe two designs I've done myself. <laughs> I have 2,000 designs I got from Brianna's old company, VA Rentals. And then I have uh, a few designs that I've got from Penji over the last month. I'm like 99% outsourced with a team. And I've been making my own pop sockets. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Just using Canva really easy. Yeah, I actually really enjoy making the pop sockets. Like that, they're something that, unlike T-shirts, um, yeah, because like my wife's the designer, I am not the designer, and then we have a couple that work for us. But it, it's not having the constraints on a T-shirt where it's got to fit within a spot. You can use the entire canvas. It's fun to make pop sockets. Agree. I agree. I love them. Yeah. It's and it's a nice change of space from the T-shirts too, because it's yeah. a completely different thing, and yeah. you can use more colors, and you don't have to worry. Like you can make your own contrast and everything. It's nice. Yeah, it's it's very cool. Um, on the pop sockets, when you guys are doing the uploading, are you guys doing titles, bullets, the whole thing? Are you guys just uploading the titles? Like, are, how are you guys going about it? Because right now, honestly, all I'm doing is uploading the titles. But when I talk to Neil, he's like, "Why are you not uploading to the bullets? Like, eventually, there's going to be a lot more competition. She should probably have it up there." It's just there's so much information in those bullets. If you look the stuff that Amazon already put up there, I'm like, "What else am I going to put in that somebody's going to find this particular pop socket?" I'd use very I, simple okay. bullets that have keywords in it. Yeah, That's same, yeah. same here. I'm putting, I'm putting my most, what I think are my best keywords in my title and my brand. And then in the bullets, I am, I'm using kind of like synonyms and different, um, a play on, on the image that's similar to my, my title. And then copying my title in my second bullet because, yeah, I agree with Neil, so... Um, and it's working generic. for me because mine are selling. I've sold, I sell pop sockets every day. So nice. I love yeah, them. I'm I, loving these things. I love pop sockets too. And I definitely use the bullets and the description. I use all of it and I've been s- in as many keywords as I can because I feel like it's just like anything else. You, you got to mm-hmm. put keywords in there. Mine are short. Like my bullets are very short. So it's not, I'm not using all the, all the characters, but. Right. My goal is just to get as many up as possible. So I've gone very generic with the bullets, especially just with the way things are on Amazon. I'm like, I don't want to have to go back and fix a million listings. <laughs> yeah. So I just been doing the title and brand specific 
And then just some, you know, type of keywords that I think will work well for gift buyers or Christmas shopping, things like that. How about a uh, research? Like, how are you guys doing your research on that? Like, you guys are, are using, you guys using Amazon just to research it, like your pop sockets? Yeah, pretty I, much. I used Amazon first and made a list of like 25 words that I thought were really good. And then I think it was in the uh, Merch Empire group. Was that it? Where they put that list of um, 100 pop socket keywords or something? I don't know. It was, so, yeah. it was an awesome list. And I had like 25 of those, but I didn't have the other 75. And I've been using those like crazy. Those are good. Well, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, the little update we got to our dashboard today. And then also, I'm curious, how many of you guys got the email that I know that my, uh, myself and Amy both got the email about having listings that uh, violate the content policy that we need to, to go find? How many of you guys got that email? I got it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I think we all did. We all got we 100%? it. We all right. got it. See how they didn't change the, uh, the caption of the email, though? It was so, never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, uh, we got our wine to deal with today. There's lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> Told you we already had the party started. Yeah, we already <laughs> had it. We were we just waiting kidding. for the link. All right, I love I like the way you guys roll. I normally have a drink with me too, but I decided to have iced coffee because I have to. I have to get some work done. I figured, like what happened already. We already broke some things with the newsletter, so I'm going to be working on that later tonight. Um, so I, think I, put, I put the HTTP or HTTPP or whatever in front of it, and it doesn't work that way like any other. Yeah, website. so I got. I got to see what's because we should be able to do HTTPS, but yeah. whatever. We can talk about in the background. Um, What's your guys' plan for how you guys are going to attack this, right? Because this is the number one question we're getting in the groups right now is like, well, how do I figure out where I screwed up? It's All right, this is when I'm here. Oh, that's okay. Um, I just happened to go into manage products, and I realized I still had um, – I'm only at tier um, 2,000. I had um, about – what did I say, ladies? About 15, 16 shirts that still had premium in the title. So I'm thinking, could that be my culprit? Because I went and edited so many before when we got that initial thing about taking premium out. And then I got tired of editing it. And I said, I'll scrub it. I'll do it later. And I didn't. So I don't know if that's my culprit or is something else. Because I was looking at their suggestions of what were the content policy violations. And I don't have any of those. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. See, I, I don't think I do either. I know I have premium in. But I've decided since I, I'm, I'm st I only have... Um, just a little over 1700 designs. So I'm just gonna divide that by 30. And then every day I'm just gonna check that amount of shirts, go through the listings, clean up my keywords if I need to and take out anything that might be in front or you know, breaking their new TOS. So that's a good idea, dividing it up. <laughs> well, me a I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, I know I've got premium. I have like 75 shirts with premium in it. So I hopefully that's all I have to deal with, but I'm gonna check everything because I don't wanna get the takedowns. I have no idea what's in my because I every single one of those words that I've never used any of them. Same. Yeah, but it's not limited to just those though. Right. They didn't. They didn't mention premium, but everybody's saying get rid of that too. So there's more than it's basically anytime you're describing the shirt and not the design, you could get in trouble for that. So merch by Amazon. I said premium. Do not have it in there at all. In the like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like when we were talking to them in Vegas, they said do not have the premium that word, and they even said it in. The, I think they said a uh, in the bullet point for the premium shirt that said order a size up or something like that. They actually mm -hmm. they didn't know they had it in there, 
So oh. then we went back and taking that out. So, so could we all be penalized for their bullet? No. <laughs> okay. No. But oh it's weird God. that everyone got the email. Like, there's got to be somebody who doesn't have any. Well, I mentioned my friend. I don't that think doesn't. that I. I don't think that I have. I mean, I. I definitely don't have premium anywhere. I double check that. I don't. I don't have that. I definitely don't have the order size up. I definitely don't have made in U.S. or made in wherever. I don't. Um, so any of the like obvious ones, I definitely don't have. So if there's something that I just don't know or some like, but there's nothing that I can figure out. I don't even gear mine towards a shirt. Like I, mm. I, I yeah, my items like in so many different places that I use vague titles and product features that are just keywords. So for me, mm -hmm. it's just got to be a random hit somewhere in some listings, I guess, because I don't actually say anything about a t-shirt, a fit, nothing, because I'm going to use the keywords again on pop sockets too. And, and like hoodies and things like that. Mm. So I don't know how I'm going to even go about it's like digging through a needle in a haystack. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to do looked it. At some of them and I'm like, I, I can't even like look at this listing and find one possible violation. So, and that's many of them. So I'm like, Again, finding the one or two or 10 or 20, <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. know. And there might be none. It could just be a blanket email and it's just, hey, you know, just check your accounts. They're giving us 60 days because they gave you gave us 30 before and now they're giving us another 30. So there's a lot of grace there too. I mean, I don't know. I think it's nice of them, but. I, I, I appreciate it. Right scare tactic. I think it's a great scare <laughs> tactic to make sure we're all on the straight and narrow. It is a scare tactic. Well, I mean, let's think about it, though, guys. Like, you guys have been around long enough that you remember probably the last time they changed the TOS with regards to things that you can have in the in the, um, in the the bullets and everything else. And mm -hmm. I know a lot of people, like myself included, where we started getting rejections out of nowhere, and we had no idea where they were coming from because they had changed around a couple of the rules in terms of, like, what you could have. Um so, I mean, I appreciate the hell out of what they did here. At least they gave us some notice. They gave us some concrete feedback, like what they want to see and what they don't want to have. Um, because before, it, like, really, it was kind of a, it was a guessing game. It was like, well, can you do this? Here's a rejection. Can you do this? Here's a rejection. Um, it, it sucked. I can remember. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, this really, it is generous. I mean, they've given us 60 days. That's, that mm -hmm. is really, I mean, you can't really complain too much, I don't think. Yeah. Except that you don't know what you did wrong. That's the only. Yeah, it, it would be thing. awesome if we had a, if they gave us the ASINs. But I mean, I was when saying, you're I mean, I was saying to somebody like, why don't they just they tell us when something's about to get removed? So why don't they just say like, this is going to get removed in thirty days if you don't fix it? I don't. I well, don't here's understand. the thing. I mean, they but Amazon merch they don't have this this you know huge team there's only so many hands and they can't yeah. look through everybody's shirt you know so here's this blanket thing you are responsible for your account so take care of it if it needs to be taken care of and if it doesn't great you know but well just yeah, so everybody knows i did email amazon right away and asked you know can you give me at least one example one asin <laughs> and the lady responded and said because i kind of wrote it as like i don't want to be in compliance violation you know i'm just trying to clear things up and she said oh thank you for bringing this up we didn't mean for it to sound like a compliance issue she said it's really just an email to kind of notify people um why some of us got it and some of us didn't i don't know but it wasn't like a personal attack on any of our own accounts she just said same thing 30 days 
check your accounts. But she basically said, I can't even give you one example of a right. shit. <laughs> Amazon, you got to realize too, Amazon's going to be deliberately vague in this situation here because they want to leave themselves room if down the road they decide they're going to change their mind about something. They don't want you to be able to come back to them and go, well, you said this, this, and this. I didn't do this, this, and this. They're, they're deliberately vague on purpose. Like this is the way that they run their business on the FBA side. Yeah. Uh, you know, their, their policies are fairly opaque and they are general because they want to make sure that any, they don't want to leave wiggle room for somebody to have, you know, be able to do things and not come back and kick that person off the platform or go after them. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it just, uh, honestly, it, it, like I said, it's just like, uh, there's, they really don't really tell you too much and there's really nothing we can do on like on certain like subjects. So just got to go with like the most general thing and be safe as possible with it. So. Yeah, and that's the beauty of merch. I mean, you always have to be evolving and adapting to the changes with the competition, with the new rules and everything. It's just part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what's the next question, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Are you, are you overheating in that garage? That's what's going on? Are you cooking out there? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> actually cooling down. Oh, Jesus. So for those of you guys that don't know, RJ lives in Banning. Um, It's kind of like high desert area out here in California. And like, it's really hot out here right now. It was almost 100 where I am. I don't even know what it is by you. I don't know. That's hot, though. Yeah, so I don't know why you're in the garage. I've been uh, (laughs) out. So uh, on your guys' YouTube channel, uh, what are you guys like mostly talking about? Just basically just merch and stuff like that? Are you guys doing like showing people like like the process of uploading or anything like that, or like. Don't you watch our show? I was just gonna no. say, come on, RJ. They didn't I even don't. know who we were two hours he ago. I did it. <laughs> I honestly, I stick to my like. I'm honestly to myself, and or just Matt. I, I, only person I talk to every day is Matt. That's probably it. <laughs> I'm so focused, and, like. <laughs> well. Matt is going to be on the show pretty soon, and we were going to see if uh, you wanted to be on with him. He's going to be on on the uh, what day is that? The sixteenth, I think. What day are you going to be on? The the twenty third, I think, is on the twenty third. Yeah, because I couldn't do the sixteenth. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so twenty (laughs) third. So anyway, we we uh, tend to have a guest on almost almost every show. We have a guest that we had Neil Lawson. We um, we're having Catherine Shelton on this week to talk about create space um we we usually pick a topic each week and we have a guest that's like related to that topic so this week it's going to be create space it was about research and merch informer when we had um neil on and uh jacob topping was on he talked about his book and talked about um marketing i think we talked about that day so we usually just pick a topic and then have a person that's related to that topic on Um, okay, so your guys' workflow, like, uh, are you guys the ones that are designing, but like they don't have it outsourced? Like, how many designs are you designing a day? Like, what do you do? You have like a, you have it written down. Like, what one day you're gonna do pop sockets, and the next day you're just doing only t-shirt designs, or how does that work for you? For me, I, I sorry, design and push it across all of them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I'm designing, I don't because I'm looking at. I always say this because I'm not a big designer, but. It's like a widget to me, and when I find a good idea, I'm gonna. Uh, my workflow is set up so that I could take that design and put it on short sleeve t-shirt, long sleeve t-shirt, hoodie, pop socket, boom, 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 and I have all the tabs open, 
with Merch Buddy and Merch Lister Pro, and that's how I kind of attack it that way. For me, I, I really don't have a system in place. I definitely go after standard shirts the most. I'm really not even touching premium much anymore. Um, now that we're getting into Q4 in the cooler months, I am looking at more long sleeves and hoodies and that, but still mostly just T-shirts and pop sockets. But mm. I'm designing completely different things for pop sockets. So. Right. You know, so what's me, your guys' focus? I'm, like, I'm mostly with the t-shirts also, and I, I'm kind of like you, Amy. You know, as the, you're, with the cooler months and Q4 coming, you're trying to think of other, like the longer sleeve shirts. Not every design can go into a hoodie, for instance. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it depends on that. So whatever I'm working on, if I think it's going to go for a hoodie, then I'll do the hoodie. But if not, it's, yeah. I, I feel like it's just... Um, it's so easy with like Merch Buddy or Merch Lister Pro just to put it all on everything. And it's always surprising like when something sells. So I don't know. To me, I put it on everything. Are you still doing premiums, Helen? Yes, I'm doing all of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, honestly, honestly, you can see like uh, when you see like uh, the people with the bigger like big numbers, only thing like they're most of their sales are from standard standard shirts so if you like if you guys haven't noticed that like mm -hmm. that's exactly what it looks like when i mm -hmm. really get into the nitty-gritty of it yeah it's like ah, oh, there's like one percent long sleeve like one percent hoodie and it's like everything else is standard it's like okay mm -hmm. that's where people are spending their money but yeah. for q4 it kind of makes sense to have other options available but i'm not worried about pushing everything on all products personally right yeah, I mean, one of the things that stood out last year in Q4 is while T-shirts and a lot of the stuff got throttled, like long sleeves didn't get throttled. So people that had a lot of long sleeves up had a lot of success in Q4 last year. So that's one of the things I try and keep in mind when we're uploading. So because we're just uploading to shirts right now, but we'll probably start uploading to the other stuff, you know, probably in about a month, I guess. Um, but with that new 180 day period where stuff doesn't fall off, like just put everything up there because in Q4, everything's going to sell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And that new 180, I mean, that's really, there. there's a lot of wiggle room in that, so. The only thing that uh, that I am questioning right now is listing to the ladies premium, just because of our returns, it's the majority of them. It just, Mine I swear too. to God, I every time that. I sell one, I'm like, that's premium. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Mine every too. time I see a woman order one of my premiums, I'm just like, oh. No, <laughs> don't just cancel the damn order, please. I'm only doing standards now. I'm not even bothering with premiums. Cause I was like, as soon as I saw the returns hitting, I'm like, nope. <laughs> okay. See, I, I come from the Amazon FBA world of like nightmare returns. So for me, when these like little $3 return or whatever the returns are, I'm like, eh, I don't even pay attention to it because that's just like in the nature of the beast, I guess. Yeah. I'm used to it. I'm used to returns, people using something for $500 and using it returning it so and i yeah i feel like it doesn't even count as a return because you don't like it's it's just you, don't, it's just, it's you just, uploaded it's a design like, yeah it's just for me it's just frustrating it's like okay i sold this many shirts but now i've got this many returns coming back it's just like come on guys um i think you got to look at your numbers overall right matt like a percentage of it if it's yeah. if it looks like it's going up because you're doing premium then yeah yeah, I have I mean, to admit my returns are all premium, and it bums me out. And I don't know why I still list them. <laughs> <laughs> one thing to keep in mind: the ladies' premium versus the men's premium. So the men's premium is like the three thousand one, the shirt that a lot of us list on Etsy. Whereas the ladies' premium, it's a different shirt. So that's mm -hmm. the reason. Like, I think it's the eighty four 
30 or the, I can't remember the exact number, but it's a Bella canvas shirt. Um, and it's a much more slim fit shirt. Whereas the men's is like, I wear a two XL normally in my shirt. I fit in the premium fine. And I'm a big guy. So like on the men's premiums, I don't have any issue when I sell a men's premium with them getting returned. It's only the women. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, I love how soft the premiums are compared to the standard, but yeah, the, that women's fit is terrible. I had experience from my Shopify store and I sold a lot of designs to women and I was like, you know, I'm super excited. I'm making the sales. And then people are like messaging me on my chat and like <laughs> emailing, you know, my store like, uh, can I get a different size? And I'm like, cause it's made to order, you know, you're just, you're just losing money if, if that's the case. So I would give people like a, a 50% off coupon. And for the most part, I didn't have too many people say, you know, that sucks, but I had a couple people like, oh, that's not really right. <laughs> I won't buy again. I'm like, eh, that's all right. I think I women saw, are just too picky, honestly. <laughs> I just saw uh, Matthew Pate in the chat said, this is the cool version of the Brady Bunch. squares. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, I hope I'm not Alice. <laughs> uh, now you are. Now I am. <laughs> So it seems like a lot of you guys have other things going on besides just merch, right? Where do you guys see your future on the platform within, say, like a year, two years, three years? Do you guys envision a a world where merch is your thing and you're not doing FBA anymore? Um, Is that the goal? Or do you guys see this as like just an alternate income stream? For me, me, it's all merch. But I also want to go more into the other print on demands. But I I don't have any interest in FBA personally. My husband does that, you know, good for him. But I I like I like the print on demand. So that's where I'll be forever as long as they'll have me. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, the crux of my businesses are probably at least for now going to always be Amazon FBA or something related to that, like a private label products that are. Um, off of that platform and like on my own branded website, which then is going to tie into print on demand too. Where it was like also closely related. So I think long term for me, probably Amazon FBA, merch, pod, all that stuff is going to be a, an additional income stream, but also something that that's going to kind of help some other future goals and projects that we have as as like a family that we're trying to do as well. For me, I think. Um... I'm all print on demand. I made the decision to be a hundred percent in last August and uh, I wouldn't put all my eggs in the merch by Amazon basket because I know Amazon. Um, And I would caution everybody who relies on it as like a sole income stream (laughs) that, you know, if they can just shut your account down tomorrow, um, what are you going to do? Right. So I would say it's, it's beneficial in, in your interest to be on multiple things, but only be on the ones that give you enough return on your time investment or your, you know, if you're paying VAs. Uh, so that's why I like being on Etsy and, and seller central and everything and having a couple of platforms going on. I think for me, March is always going to be sort of, um, in addition to the business, I think because it is such a small part of our business. Um, if it continues to grow, that's great. But I, I think we're still predominantly, um, you know, FBA, and private label, so, but it's always, I think, gonna be a part of it, I think. I think it's so early, too. It's, I yeah. mean, it's in such an infancy right now. Like, if you would've asked me, like, last year or whatever, like, would I be doing this much print-on-demand and merch and all of that? 
I probably wouldn't, I probably would have said no. Like I, it, but that's kind of the beauty I think of e-commerce and how closely tied everything is. All of our journeys are different. What works for us is different. What we're going to implement is different. There's just so many cool ways of doing it. Okay. So what about um, you, RJ? what's your, what's your future on the platform? Um, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, um, honestly, uh, I've been focusing more on the design uh, as far as illustration. Um, um, cause I'm going that route now. Um, I'm more of a, like, I want my design to pop more like the illustration as in the graphic or whatever you guys want to call it. Um, that's what I'm focused on right now. And I just want to scale it up that way and just, just do other things like, like, like actually like YouTube and stuff like that. It's like kind of branch off and like, like wear my own brand and stuff like that. But over time, like just everything just has to build. Like this month I already did three or this week I already did three YouTube videos. I plan on doing five YouTube videos a week and just scale everything up and just kind of show more of my personality, who I am and just kind of be with my audience and stuff like that. Because a lot of these people that are watching this right here, they actually love me and I love you guys too. <laughs> Work on the RJ brand, right? Uh -huh. Just work, work on myself and just honestly, just I think with a lot of people, like I showed a lot of people like how to do this right here. And now they're making a killing and they're like, they're paying off their mortgages. They're paying off their car payments. They're doing all this stuff. And it just all happened because I showed a YouTube video about a year ago and I just showed everybody how to do it. And I showed my own design. A lot of people were scared to show their own design. I was like, you actually, know I got it. I have to thank you for those earlier YouTubes that you've done. Like, um, me and my husband sat down because he wants to help me with the research, and you mm -hmm. know research. So we've been watching your videos. We've been watching the Merch Elephant videos, and mm -hmm. um, he's really and it, and it has made a big difference for us. So mm -hmm. I'm grateful for those videos too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yep. I'm grateful for your videos too. You you guys have both definitely been a big help. Agreed. I watched your newest one yesterday. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. So that's uh that's uh, all right. Let's so about the like, are you guys doing more text based or more like like how are you guys going going about that? Like, what's your when designing? Like, what are you doing? Are you doing more text or like? I have my text only, you know, yeah. because they're simple. Put it up. But then I also kind of take the same concept and make it a little bit more elaborate. So I'll have either a simple graphic or I'll just go completely graphic. So it all depends. I try to hit one idea three different ways. Text-based, medium, middle ground, text with simple graphic, and then more graphic-based right now. The trifecta. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good plan. <laughs> and I price them all differently on, too. It depends on the niche I'm in. If I'm, you know, some of the the niches I'm in are more text based. Some are more um, graphics based. So to me, it just depends on which niche that I'm in. For me, I do think like RJ hit the nail on the head. Like merch is it's evolving, and I think you really need to aspire to stand out. And you're gonna do that with a cool looking shirt. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm a mix for, for me. Actually, I had to kind of force myself to do text only. I was so used to having to have graphics and wanting to pop and <laughs> yeah. like with Shopify, it's it's really, really challenging to sell something with Facebook ads with just text because it kind of just doesn't pop out on the newsfeed. So mm -hmm. but I mean one of my best sellers though, so 
was text with like a very tiny graphic, like really small. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, you never know. You just don't know. It's crazy too because like one of the most I have one of the most shittiest designs ever, and it's making sales like constantly, like consistently <laughs> every single day. And I'm like, why are people buying? Like, who's wearing this? I want to see someone wearing this. Like, who's buying? Because <laughs> <laughs> I would, because I wouldn't buy it, but I don't. I don't. I feel the same way. I have a I have a 100% text. It's it's quite a uh, there's a lot of words on it, and it has like four five star ratings, and people buy it regularly. And I'm like, why? Have you seen my other shirts? Like, no. I wouldn't wear 99% of my shirts. Yeah, this is true. Well, it depends on the niche too, right? You're designing for people into things that you're not into necessarily. Right, right, right. So. But hey, if they sell, I don't care that I wouldn't win. I don't care. Yeah. yeah, just keep it. Do not return it, y'all. Just keep yeah. it. That's right. <laughs> just gift it. Regift it. I think that's something that uh, something you guys are talking about right now. Like, is really key, and a lot of people don't understand it when they come on the platform. Don't design for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you have to design yeah. for the market. Design for what people are actually going to buy. Like, don't care about if you would buy the shirt or not because it doesn't matter. The market's going to decide. Exactly. Yeah, I can make shirts that I want to wear all day, but that's only. But I'm the only one buying them. Mm -hmm. No. Definitely go after the people that, and you see, you know, y'all have, y'all have shared a lot on how to find the people that are, that are buying the shirts and those are the ones you're going to design for. So absolutely. Text-based vintage or vintage distress loader, the hell the same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is to the consumer. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Honestly, like the last uh, couple of months, I've been thinking about the design too much. And I think I'm, I kind of took away from a lot of the designs that I could have been like put out, and just I don't know. It's 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 stupid how like the most basic stuff sells. So. I agree. I kind of feel I the same way right now. Like I'm torn because last year and the year before, I was all quantity. That's all I cared about was mm -hmm. quantity. <laughs> and then this year, I've been trying really hard on quality. But I think it's like you kind of have to have both because. Mm -hmm. um, quantity does help because you'll get like there will be a certain amount of sales from each of those shirts but then quite like really good spending time on quality you're gonna have the a lot of sales from that i don't know i think you need a mix so i i spend a little bit of time just uploading the shirts that on uh, that i already have onto like long sleeves and hoodies and pop sockets and stuff like that and then i spend some time like researching and you know spending some more time to try to make a few really quality shirts but you have to be careful with that too, because quality could mean quality to you and maybe even yeah. your friends, but then the market doesn't care. So you spend yeah. all this time on a quality design. I, I just, I'm talking like from experience yeah. here, cause I did the same thing with Shopify and thinking I, you know, hired this designer and paying $10 a design and, you know, shelling out all these designs, nothing's selling, <laughs> you know, and, and I was going for quality, you know? <laughs> I think people overlook <clears throat> the research portion of it a little too much, though. Yeah. Because, like, <clears throat> I mean, I sell mostly pretty basic stuff, pretty basic fonts or text designs and pretty basic graphics. But it's because the research in the areas that I'm getting into, there's just no competition. And they're, they're, so I'm, I'm spending more time when I am getting in there personally doing a lot of research. So... It's great if you can make a beautiful quality design, but if there's 150 of them that are somewhat similar, hitting the same keywords, it's like how are you gonna how are you gonna rise to the surface and get found? See, so, in my opinion, it's it's those designs stand out 
in the mix of all the similar ones that are competing against each other. Like if you can catch somebody's eye, they've seen a hundred of the same thing and then boom, here's something a little bit different. I'm just that person that's not going to get that far. So like on Amazon FBA, when I'm selling products, I want to be on the first page because I'm the impatient buyer that is not going to page two, three, four, or 400. I'm going to look on the first page. I'm with you, Brianna. Everything <laughs> is data driven. Like boom. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. Yes, I agree. So, so I guess what I, for me, and again, because I'm not a graphic designer, because I, I can't draw anything, nothing. Like, it's mm -hmm. not happening. Like when I was a teacher, a science teacher, and we did like our physics stuff on the board, like it was embarrassing, like to draw like little word problems, like I can't even handle it. Um, so I, I, so my strength is going to be to approach it more from, from the data perspective and doing a lot of research, mm -hmm. trying to, try to squeak my way in that way. I have stepped up my research game, that's for sure. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Actually, you, you got to make the research part fun because once you get the research part down and it's fun for you and it's enjoyable, like, and it, when it makes a sale, you're like, yes, like it made a sale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you yeah. have to do that. You have to make it fun. You have it needs to, to be, a, but it needs to be a system too. Like it needs to be data driven. You need to make sure that you're actually making like conscious decisions on the things that you're researching. It's not just random stuff that you're throwing against a dartboard. Like have a system, work the system. If you have a system and do that consistently every single day, it just it works itself out and it doesn't take a ton of time. Like with the tools like Merchant Former and you know just literally just get into Merchant Former, figure out how to use it. It'll do all your research for you. I can pump out. Like literally, I can send designs to our designers 200 at a time, and it probably takes me less than 30 minutes. Now, how do y'all make that fun though? Like, what does that look like? The fun part's when it sells. Like, the fun part <laughs> yeah, is. Like, right, so, you gotta have fun, fun in the process. Yeah, yeah the, tell me, yeah. like, how is that? Like, because I struggle with the research. Like, I try and I try to follow y'all's methods. Like, I really mm -hmm. do. But then, like, I get bored and I just wanna throw up spaghetti. How do I make that fun? Because I wanna be, I want it to so, be fun. So, about you, you too like you're creative like yeah I was, gonna, I was just gonna say that like if you're a creative person right like the way that i do it and the way that i do it with my wife is like we'll look at the shirt and like the shirt sucks more often than not right like it's just the quality's not there and it's like how do i twist that how do i turn it and make it its own unique thing that's way way better but still sells to that person and that's the thing that is fun for me right it's like come up with a vision okay. come up with an idea send it off to my designer or have my wife design it and then see it come to life so the research isn't so much just the data. There's no, it, the data is okay. the part that tells me where the demand is. And then the art part to the science is, okay, how do I connect with that buyer? How do I create a unique design? And how do I make it something that, you know, is going to be cool, different, but also hit that demand. Thank you. That's really helpful. Thank you. Yeah. And I agree with you, Matt. I think Merch Informer is great. That's what I use. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love Merch Informer. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm uh, there today. I was using uh, uh, Redbubble the other day to do some research, and uh, actually one of the designs that I actually took from there and made it, like, this guy can't compete with me on this design. It's way, uh, the illustration on this design is, like, 10 times better. So then I went over and put it on Amazon. It's been making sales consistently every day. Nice. Oh, wow. stuff from How do you use consume? Redbubble for research? Do you just kind of um, type in your niche and just see what pops up? Or. Actually, well, it, it actually, so this is what happened. This is what I did. It was just a test. Um, I went on the website, then it started retargeting me on Facebook. So I was like, oh, what is it retargeting me with? So then I seen like the designs that it was retargeting me with, and I didn't click on no designs at all when I went on Redbubble. So it was retargeting me with like certain designs. And I was like, okay, this looks like a, a really good design. Let me make this better 
with like the illustration part and have the artist draw draw it up and make it better. And he did, and it came out like ten times better. Now it's making sales. Google Shopping too, right? So Redbubble will actually pay for advertising. Like they'll they'll advertise your shirts, and they're not doing that randomly. They're advertising shirts that are selling. So selling, yeah. Like when you're searching on niches on just Google Google Shopping, the stuff that shows up from Redbubble, that's stuff that's selling. Like they're showing they're showing it to you for a reason. Mm-hmm. What do you pay an illustrator, RJ? Um, I have one guy that I'm doing. I think he's like doing 22 designs a month. That's 450, and then I have another guy that's doing 60. For about three fifty. Nice. So you know, another thing too, just got like a lot of people. So this for the audience is like, like when you go out there and just try to work out a deal with like someone like that, like an illustrator, just like, like treat them like how you would treat anybody else. Like you know what I mean? Treat them with love and respect, and they'll give you. They'll kind of turn around, but like, okay, I want to work with you. And like he just wrote me right now. Good morning. He's in the Philippines. It's early in the morning, and he just, you know what I mean? He loves working working with me, and like. I appreciate his work and stuff like that and just show him love. So they love the bulk stuff because it means consistent work, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's a very big thing too. A lot, a lot of people like I, I explained that to at the very beginning too to a lot of people. I was like, long term, like they want a lot of work, so they know that they have a job, like they want mm-hmm. long term work. So So we've got a second show right after you guys. I'm the one that fucked this all up. Like I'm the one that double booked us. <laughs> Uh, and I feel awful because I'd love to keep talking to you guys. Um, can we take a couple questions from the audience, um, just things that they're interested in, and then we're going to have to shut it down just so we can move on to the next one. Let me call Tyler off that, so I'll call him. Cool. Um, Matthew Pate wants to know, thoughts on using men, women, kids, or youth in the listing with the update, like great gift for kids or men, women in the title. What do you guys think? Not anymore. I'm not going to go in and re-edit the ones that I've done yet, but... Mm-hmm. From what I've been reading about the Vegas and Amazon chats, I'm I'm no longer putting that in my listings. Now, is that gift or is that men, women's youth? Men, women's youth. I will put gift in still. I think, yeah. especially going into Christmas and Q4. Sure. But I don't I don't want to hit the men, women's, and children. I think they they even they were very vague in it, but I believe they said something along the lines like. It's not really what we're wanting. Yeah. It's not so much against the rules, but stay away. At some point they may say you have to take it down. Exactly. But if you're choosing men's, women, and youth fit, I kind of mm-hmm. think it'll pull it up in the search anyway, and you don't need to put and um, men, women, youth. I think that's what they were getting at too. Like it's already indexed for that. And then if right. you have that in your bullet and they sold out of women's, that kind of puts them in a bind. So. I think, uh, so I have two views on that. If you select just men's, um, like for example, a men's shirt and you do the listing, it'll automatically put men's in the front of that for you, right? So Amazon's already doing that. So they know that that matters. Like they're doing that on purpose. They know that men's, like when you look at the search and you go through the auto-suggest, like it's always women's unicorn shirt. You know what I mean? Like that, mm-hmm. that thing is always yeah. in there. Not having it in your title makes it harder for that shirt to show up and get towards the top of search. So I'm very torn on this one. I don't, I'm, I'm not taking it out of the listings I already have. If they change their mind and say definitely needs to come out, then we will. Um, I haven't decided what we're going to do with the stuff that we're putting up now. I'm so you- are you currently staying away from it or are you still kind of? I, so I haven't deal. uploaded a shirt in like two weeks because we just have a lot of other things going on. Um, 
I, the stuff that we're putting up now, I'm not including it in the title. The stuff that I have up right now, I'm not touching it. Okay. Um, what about like when it's because it's a youth shirt, right? So that's what it says, right? So it doesn't say boys or girls. Do because like I don't even wear adult size. Like I wear mm -hmm. so it it just like for me, I'm putting it in there like if it's really geared towards like. A, a child or like a date, you know, they could wear this to daycare or youth camp or whatever. Like, I feel like that's a very important thing to mention versus, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a women's shirt, but I'm also offering it in youth sizes too, because there are women that are petite or whatever that also wear those sizes, I guess. So mm -hmm. I'm leaving it all in there and I'm using it until they say otherwise. Okay. Yeah. Kind of on the same thing because I'm like, shoot, I don't know how many listings I have with like, great gift for girls, great gift for boys, you know, and it's pretty obvious that that's what the design is geared towards. But if they come down and say, no, you got to change it. Well, I'll be busy for a bit. <laughs> yeah. I definitely do include the word gift and I do that year round. Mm -hmm. Same. I think gifts a very important keyword in there. Uh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Cause I see it in like pretty much like all the top listings, like the ones that are making sales, like you'll see gift in there mm -hmm. for the most part. Well, I think that's what the most people who are buying these things are mm -hmm. doing is they're buying as a gift. Hardly anybody's going in there looking for, you know, pink unicorn t-shirt for themselves, you know, right. <laughs> for, sure. <laughs> for sure. So this is kind of a roundabout way to go about pricing strategy, but uh, T wants to know what's your highest selling price. Everybody answer, please. So what's the, what's the highest price you guys sell a shirt for currently right now? $19.99. That's the highest for me. I have sold up. Oh, sorry, Brianna. Uh, I've sold up to twenty three ninety nine. I believe was the highest, and I've been pricing lower lately just to get, just to mm -hmm. get the algorithm going. I'm a low baller person. <laughs> I think my highest is seventeen ninety nine. <laughs> Mine are all over the place, um, and I'm and I'm listing sweatshirts too, up to forty bucks. Sometimes those are selling. Um, most of my standard T-shirts are probably right around twenty. Um, couple more, a couple that are a couple dollars more than that, but right around that twenty dollar mark. For right. standards, for me, um, nineteen ninety nine, and because I hate premiums, I'll do them at twenty one ninety nine. But they still sell anyway. <laughs> yeah, they do. I sell those all the time. Twenty one ninety nine. Highest price. Uh, highest price is twenty two ninety nine with a standard. Uh, well, well, standard t shirts is twenty two ninety nine, and I have a sweat sweatshirts are like thirty nine ninety nine. Um, that's like the highest price. But for the standard one, it makes a sale like every other day twenty two ninety nine. It has some reviews too, of course, probably like mm -hmm. six or seven, but it does make a sale. It's seven dollars. My my highest is twenty six forty five, um, but it's a really small niche, and that thing sells. Yeah, like once a month or whatever. It's like it's not like a huge demand thing. I just threw it. It was total typo. It wasn't on purpose, but it sold at that number, so I've always left it. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, how did you pick that number? So the number got picked because I was working and I was trying to. This is before we had a million slots to upload. Like we only had 40 slots or whatever, and I was working on something else, and I wanted to make sure that I maxed out our upload slots, so I didn't have a chance to actually like optimize the title or do anything else. So I just put in a real quick dummy title and I put in a price that I knew I'd be able to search for and find it later. And then I forgot about it. And then it sold. <laughs> That's awesome. I have sold a hoodie up to, I think I sold one for like $46.99. Nice. Has anyone ordered a hoodie? I have, I, I, I priced them at 40 and I'm afraid cause I don't know what the quality is. 
They're nice. Um, we've ordered a couple as gifts for friends. Um, the the tag, like the pull strings on it and stuff, they're like a thicker quality. They're not like just a little like rope or cloth rope or whatever. I like them. They're soft. Um, oh, I regularly sell them at forty four ninety nine all day long. I think I think if you're pricing at forty ninety nine, like you're leaving money on the table. They'll sell at forty four ninety nine, especially when you go into Q four. Agreed. Yeah, I was even selling the sweatshirts at like forty two, Yeah, and that's another thing too. Um, something to think about as we go into Q four, as we go into the Christmas season, and people are buying gifts. Raise your prices. People do not care when you get in that gift giving season. Like that's what I did across the board with all of our prices last year before the freeze. Cause we were expecting the freeze. All of our prices went up to like 1999, like premiums went to 2199. Didn't slow down a bit. They just kept selling. People don't care about price when you get into that season. Mm-hmm. True. That's true. Unless you're trying to tear up, but other than yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's different goals, obviously for us, it was all about the money at that point. RJ, you got any other questions? No, uh, um, no, that's that's pretty much it. Um, I think uh, next time we need to get like an extra thirty minutes. That right, way. seriously. Because I was thinking about it, like thirty minutes into the show, I was like, okay, pretty sure <laughs> we're not gonna be able to talk to every single one of them. So uh, yeah, uh, send me. Oh, I'll get you. I'll get the link to the the was it merch merch money merch money merch money. Okay, I'll get to, give me the link to that YouTube channel and then we'll put it down below. Make sure everyone subscribes, please. Uh, appreciate that if you guys do and yeah thank you so much ladies thank you thank you bye thank you bye bye